Welcome to the Data Dump Podcast, where the crap in my head comes out. This episode, we're going to explore some differences between a couple management certifications, CompTIA's Project Plus and the ITIL version 4 Foundation Certification. The Project Plus is about IT project management. A project is temporary, it has a start, it has an end date. The ITIL Foundation is about IT service management. IT service management is about activities performed by organizations to control IT services offered to customers. Sure, there's overlap, but they are conceptually different things. Project Plus is largely based on the same PMBOK guide, a project management body of knowledge that PMI designed. So Project Plus, CAPM, and PMP all draw from the same body of knowledge. I look at Project Plus kind of the same way I view A+, to a network plus for a networking job. An A plus certification by CompTIA has a networking component to its study, but it's designed to be broad. It has other areas of, of computer help desk support in it. So the CAPM, I would look at like CompTIA's network plus certification. People know the network plus, and it might help you get a job. People know CAPM, and it might help you get a job. But if a candidate had a Network Plus certification and a competing candidate had Cisco CCNA certification, and that was the only difference between the two candidates, the CCNA is likely to be viewed as having more weight to an employer. And that is CAPM to the PNP. So the distance then between Project Plus and PNP is pretty steep. The ITIL, ITIL, the Information Technology Infrastructure Library, that was put together by the UK government. In the 1980s, the government's Central Computer and Telecommunications Agency put together a set of recommendations for IT management. And that's all it really was, was just a library of definitions and recommendations on how to manage these IT components. The agency then merged with the Office of Government Commerce in the early 2000s, and about a decade later, that office then moved to the cabinet office and then closed after that. I think it was like about a year after that. So then the UK cabinet office partners with a London company called Capita. And they do business process outsourcing and uh, other services. So these two entities, and then the government, the UK government, and this uh, other entity, Capita, they partnered together to create Axlios who uh, then manages these best practices known as the ITIL. Now, Wikipedia says that Capita holds a 51% majority stake in Axios. The required experience listed on CompTIA's website is at least 12 months of cumulative project management experience or education. But the reality is that there is no prerequisite for taking the Project Plus exam. And the ITIL 4 Foundation also doesn't have a prerequisite for that certification. CompTIA's Project Plus has a maximum of 95 questions. It's a 90-minute exam. You have to score a 710 out of 900 to pass. The CompTIA questions aren't always weighted uh, the same, so it's not like I can say you need to get X many right. They do test on four project areas and weigh project basics out of 36% of the test. I think you have an hour on the ITIL Foundation certification, and you can add 15 minutes to your time if you're not a native English speaker. 
need 26 questions right out of 40, so you need to get a 65%. There's seven topic areas, and you can get a breakdown of these topic areas and how much of a percentage they are to the test on the Exlios website. Understanding seven ITIL practices is over 40% of the test. So if you ace that and only got like four more questions right out of the rest of the exam, you'd get a minimum passing score. For the Project Plus exam, I watched a lot of videos from IT Pro, uh, specifically hosted by Ronnie Huang and Cherokee Boost, and I thought they were great. I especially love Ronnie Huang. I think he's really good at being an educator. I think they call it a edutainer, is, is their phrase over there at IT Pro TV. But uh, it was really good, and it really helped sink in some of the concepts when I uh, watched the videos. For the ITIL 4, I had a lot of resources through school. I watched Pluralsight videos. I took practice tests on Kaplan. I read the curated material given by my course. Uh, but the best resource, in my opinion, was a little 44-page book called ITIL Foundation Essentials, ITIL 4 Edition, The Ultimate Revision Guide, 2nd Edition. It's by Claire Agatar and I think it succinctly just hit all the points. I had piles and piles of my own notes. I made my own diagrams, charting every possible input from something to all its possible outputs. I used Inform7, which is a text game engine, to make my own mind palace. Uh, I did a lot of work that I don't think I needed to. I honestly think I just needed to look at Claire Agatar's book a couple of times, and that's all I would have needed to pass the exam. So who values the ITIL Foundation certification? Well, if you're into ITIL and want higher level ITIL certifications, you're gonna have to start with the foundation. I've seen in a couple of places, and I can't find where these websites are getting their information, but it's been said that the ITIL is the most widely used IT service management um, framework. But like I said, I don't know where they're getting that information. Like, for example, a website, if they claim that JavaScript is the most widely used programming language, it might reference um, a survey from Stack Overflow, or it might say, well, uh, Microsoft's uh, GitHub repository is full of JavaScript more than it is any other language. So I don't know where the basis for the claim most widely used is coming in regards to the ITIL, but let's assume that's true, then, well, it's gonna help you fit into a lot of uh, cultures and a lot of different organizations, and generally, it's good to have uh, broad marketability, right? So, who should value the ITIL? Well, since a lot of organizations value the ITIL, you should probably value the ITIL too. I think I should uh, briefly touch on the value of management certifications in general. Well, Google, they're gonna be releasing their own project management uh, certificate. On Google Grow, the site lists the median annual rage for project managers at $61,000. They got that number from Burning Glass. Payscale.com says uh, 88,841 is the median. But you're not gonna get that straight from high school or working uh, from the working on the fryer at McDonald's to becoming a project manager at almost ninety thousand uh, dollars annually, unless you have an in, like maybe um, you're related to the owner of the company or you produce pheromones that make people want to hire you and give you lots of money. 
but generally uh, things like the median well that's going to take into your starting education how long you've been in the industry or how long you've been doing project management that's going to help dictate where your starting point is so don't be fooled by having a certificate or a certification is going to get you that median amount of money right like some certifications like the PMP well to meet the requirements for that cert you'll have to have had uh, so many project management hours anyway so some certifications sort of have built-in um, ways to make sure that you've been working in the industry a lot so you're not going to just come off the street get that certification because you have to have already accumulated so many hours in education, so many hand, hands-on hours, and uh, some certifications actually want you to go through a process to prove it too. So these entry-level certifications, that's what that is. Entry-level is not the median salary. Entry-level is the lower end of that bell curve. While studying for the Project Plus, I felt like I was learning and doing real stuff. I made project charters, I figured out uh, project schedules, and I don't mean just like the definitions of what def what things go into a schedule, but actual moving pieces on a schedule. Say you have a sequence of events, uh, you have to calculate how long it's going to take uh, from the beginning to the end and how much buffer you're going to have in between. Uh, I learned formulas to calculate earn value, cost variance, schedule variance, burn rate, and a couple other formulas too. On the ITIL, it was really just about learning the vocabulary. I mean, that was most of what the Project Plus was too, but I just felt because there was so much more in the Project Plus that some of this more included practical, hands-on um, project information. As I was working through this service management, uh, IT service management certificate, uh, I did think back on my first couple of podcasts. And wandering around, sort of lost in thought, I think it's fine on a podcast, but I wanted to think, did I deliver the value implied by the episode title? And I don't think so. I'm going to go back and sort of revisit the topics on the first couple episodes. Uh, I want to try to improve as I go along, and I'm going to revisit speed reading on the next episode. Until then, have a good one. Thank you.